is the end of season two. It went by way too fast. Yeah, I'm sad to see it go. Goodbye, Festicast. Goodbye, Festicast season two, not Festicast. <gasps> what? There's going to be a season three? But wait, there's more! I don't know. Is that still alive? Is that, like, meme still good? Yeah. Okay, good. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. Um, For only two more payments of zero dollars and one cent, <laughs> you can get a whole other season. You can get an earful. An earful. Of some great people and things and stuff and everything. And rambling. And rambling. <laughs> uh, and games. More games. More personas. More. More, more festival forecasts. More festival forecasts. Maybe this yeah. next season we can actually get my magical soundboard because if I don't get it, I'm going to be really sad. I'm just going to let you use my tiny little turntable that I got that's like... Why haven't we used that? Because I'm ashamed of it. <laughs> <laughs> you were so proud of it, though. When you first got it, you are like, Noe, Noe, look at this. Well, it was really help. cute. We don't need them to bring their own equipment. <laughs> I've got mine. That was priceless. But we had lots of really great people on the show so far. We started off with Lofty, mm-hmm. got to discover his uh, weird connection with Pornhub, yep. and how he became uh, the king of porn music. Mm-hmm. And that's how it was, yeah. And then we got to talk to a little human. Make him eat some really gross stuff. Oh, that (laughs) episode when we ate, like, really terrible jelly beans. Yeah, you lucked out because you were sick on that one. Uh, Yeah, I totally won that game. Yeah, you did. Hands down and jaws down. Oh, my goodness. Um, That was... I need to start making a counter for, like, you know, of who wins regularly so we can know who's the overall champion for that year. Is it guests or hosts? For the festival forecast, for the Festa Diamond. The Festa Diamond. <laughs> the, we need to make it into a belt, like wrestling or something yeah. of some sort. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that would be a good idea. We could make them wear it. I don't know. I think that we need to dedicate the season to Reckless Ryan and his progeny. <gasps> Baby Reckless! Baby Reckless. Yes, I'm game. That was still season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, the kid's gonna grow up and listen to these episodes and be like, the hell? <laughs> yeah, I was hardly born and I was already cool. <laughs> yeah, it was so cool. But then they're gonna be like, my dad's lame. <laughs> Don't yeah. all kids think that their parents are lame? Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And if my mom did anything, I'd actually think that it was really cool, but like, I couldn't really admit it. You know, I think right. is that how kids are? Yes, totally. Yeah. I mean, I felt like that's how I was. They admire kid. you, but they can't like admit it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but once you do, I feel like that's a proud proud moment in like parenthood cuz like I remember this one time that like I didn't know the address to some place and I was trying to like have a pool party or something at the like water park or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Here, talk to my mom. She knows everything." And she talked about it for years. How she knows everything and all this other stuff too. It was really cute. Well, like, man, I didn't. I should have been really nicer to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I like it. But yeah, no, this this whole season's been really cool. We got to talk to Status a little bit about how turntables and stuff like that work, and you know, talk to Jungle Party about how the life is like in San Marcos. And oh my gosh, our very first female DJ. I know. How did that take us so long? I don't know. They're very few and far between. I think they are, but they're absolutely wonderful. And She's fantastic, and I absolutely love her. I do. I wish it was closer so we could, like, steal her all the time. Same. But, you know. All right. Well, let's see what is in store for our season finale. Finale! Finale! Me. Me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I 
It's not the same without Ryan. It's it's not. No, how we all have different air horn sounds. It's pretty magical. Um, or they're all really bad, one or the other. Yeah. That's one thing that we discovered this season, right? Or was that last season? No, we discovered that this season. Yeah, how everyone makes the air horn sound different. How would you make the air horn sound? type thing like it's cold like burr. E- 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 e. <laughs> and like I forget what Ryan does this is like me 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 I think I so know. I think something like that everybody does it different so you know maybe that's how you find your soulmate is if you guys make the same air horn sound with your mouth okay. yeah that's how we found our soulmates yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, let's figure out how our guest makes their air horn sound by starting the show. Woo-hoo! So, welcome to Festive Cast, everyone. My name is Noe. I'm Dana. I'm Sarah. This is Make the Bank. Where did Make the Bank come from? Make the Bank came from just kind of a... Uh, because it had started out with just my original name. I go by Matt, but I used Maddie P. I wanted to keep it, you know, at least a bit, you know, relatable to my name, my real name. Uh, so it was really coming from whenever uh, I wasn't putting out too much music and I just wasn't on my game as much with uh, my whole music field. And, you know, I just thought to myself, you know, we got to grind on the music. You know, if you want to make this what you really want to do, you got to make it happen. We're going to make the bank. Make the bank's kind of more of just like a everyday term that you could use. You know, if you're going into work, you're going to make the bank. You know, if uh-huh. you're telling somebody, you know, you're going to go do something, you go, you tell them, go make the bank, you know. Mm-hmm. But on stage, I'm just like, we're all making the bank. You know, we're mm-hmm. vibing with the tunes and we're also, you know, getting the job done. That's what the point is. I like it. I really liked it. Uh, you actually played our ethereal show, um, our season one launch party. And you caught me by surprise because I never heard the song, let's start with that. And then all of a sudden you're like, who fucks with dolphins? And then I was like, this guy. Like, this is amazing. And then all of a sudden this is a dolphin song came on. And I've actually tried to look for that and I can't find it either. But It's the Ricky Zan um, Dolphin on Wheels remix. It's a classic. Oh, uh, it, was, it was so good. Do you remember that part, Dana? Yeah, I do. I was like, <laughs> it oh, was like, whoa. Oh. It was so cool. I loved it so much. I started laughing so hard. This is like, this is the music with dolphins. I'm like, this is so cool. But man, I wish I had a mic for you too, so you could like shout out like the dolphins like a lot louder yeah. than you did. But gets the crowd going. It's provocative. <laughs> <laughs> I like to throw that one in there. It catches but people by surprise. That's um thing I really like to do. Just um. It's a good feeling, especially hearing it, you know, fr- uh, firsthand. Just like that's a goal of mine. Whenever I'm out there performing, I kind of want to wow somebody with something that they've never heard before. Whether it just be, you know, EDM dubstep in general, or whether it be a song, you know, with dolphins as the main bass. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to go out there and show <laughs> a whole new like genre to people that have just not heard it and just ha- haven't like opened their ears enough to be able to, you know, be open to even listening it, mm-hmm. listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked it. Is that the, the weirdest thing that you've thrown in to surprise people so far? Uh, I want to say yes. <laughs> the monkey, uh, on the second job, it goes, you know, uh, I want to be a monkey and then it makes the monkey noise. Uh-huh. So the, both of those just, 
Ricky Zan, you know, he formed those really well together. And I was just like, this is exactly what I want the crowd to feel when I hear it. I, I get that same feeling. I'm just like, wow, you know, how can you get a dolphin sample and extract it and make it into a whole bass drop? You know, it's just like you want that's like a goal. I just want to wow people. Mm-hmm. Is there like a weird sound that you want to be able to make into a drop? Um, there definitely has been, <laughs> uh, the, the original vine, you know, I know Monks has done it, the scoop, boop, boop, bah, mm-hmm. boom, 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 you know, I want to put that one in there, but I want to have it actually be somewhat part of the bass, you know, I want it to be at the drop, you know, boom, 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 and then some other bass noises, and then back to it at the first measure, you know, just come back to it I, I i don't have any at the moment that i've really been thinking on but maybe we'll see it in the new album yeah you should collaborate with dana over here she's got lots of great ideas of uh what she would like to collab or to get his music you want the you want the augustus Gloop one still yes um nobody has nobody has made that dissatisfaction yet yeah. um i'm still waiting on them to to do that one because i feel like that that's just a hit waiting to be made yeah i mean have you heard her idea for the augustus <clears throat> Gloop one no i'm not how's it go uh, oh you're gonna make me do one aren't you yes i am <laughs> i i okay so i have a character that i came up with that's like a candy man right he's made of candy and he's uh, Lollipapa is was his name. <laughs> and I feel like he's a DJ that would totally DJ in uh, the Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory, right? Um, <clears throat> and I think that... Have you seen the movie? Like the old movie? Willy Wonka? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. You remember the big kid that like wanted to like eat chocolate and then he ended up like falling in, falling in like the chocolate mm. river or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> I really think... His name would be perfect for for a drop like that. Augustus Gloop, 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 Gloop. <laughs> Anyways, I think it'd be funny. You're turning violet, violet. And then yeah. just like, I mean, you could mix so many of those little sound bits together to make yeah. something really cool. And someday, somebody's going to do it. Uh-huh. And I expect $5. I want like the old, <laughs> like the computer sounds whenever you're like, it's like dial up. And you're like, yeah, you're connecting instead too. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some old like fax machines or like the the uh, dot printers, dot, yeah. the matrix printers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it's been done, but man, I want to, I want to, I want to witness it. Yeah, it should be, it should be done. Mm-hmm. We have ideas for days here. <laughs> we just have. I, I say we. I have no creative talent to actually bring it to fruition. Mm-hmm. So I, I put the onus, <laughs> the onus of the thing on um, some of you fantastic you know, artists. We should try to make one song for our one year show. Just one. Can I do it on the, like a junior high recorder? Because that's all I know how to play. No. <laughs> I can play I can play that. Um, I can play the Star Wars theme on, on the plastic recorder. You and I play a, man, a mean tambourine. Oh. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. No do you do skills. like the shaky on the hip thing? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. all hip. All getting, the hip. Getting crazy with it. Sometimes wrist you slap it to your hands. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And you'll never know which one it's gonna be. You can use your butt, spice <laughs> it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do I do above the head. Whoa. It's yeah, it's crazy. That is bonkers. Crazy. And then I'll pull out my kazoo. For like the fun <laughs> finale. What is that YouTube video? You can kazoo or uh you and me and kazoo. Mm-hmm. I'll have to show you later. It's really funny. It's this little kid who's like 
you can kazoo and he looks really crazy you know like i don't uh, off topic i'm sorry <laughs> i can kazoo that's one of the very few instruments i can play <laughs> and the triangle perhaps oh my goodness so, so good all right back to getting on course here what is your connection with a uh, white hat with white hat i'm actually the um the owner and ceo uh something i started up i uh, it was very soon after I started producing, I believe, you know, three, four months after I first started. It was, um, it's mainly just like a promo service for, you know, not just DFW artists, but we're trying to, you know, get it towards more of a nationwide feel. Just, um, I created it so that uh, local artists that don't get the exposure they need, and if they really are putting in the work, and they're still not getting the exposure they need, we're trying to get them a step further. Mm -hmm. You know, so someone could be making hits and they have, you know, 20, 30 followers. Well, it's pretty tough to get, you know, exposure in a day and age where, you know, it's really hard to just get up there, get your work heard. We're, I'm just trying to get out there, get all the people that I know first, you know, the people that are making genuine quality music. I want to get them the exposure they need and move on later, get it more. It's it's like a it's a promo service, uh, record label. Uh, we do have management. You know, we're, we got the website going. Uh, we're really close to getting this beat store opened up. We're hoping to do that within the next month or two. And we're always looking for artists. If you're ever uh, looking for extra promo or just you're trying to sell some beats, you know, hit us up at White Hat Audio on Twitter. We got you. That's awesome. Is it just you who runs it or do you have a lot of people on your team? I have one investor, two managers, and then I'm the head CEO. I just kind of run over everything that's going on. We all have a big GM that we have going on at the moment. We all just keep in contact retweeting each other's stuff reposting each other's stuff telling what's up you know just keeping us all in like in the in the kind of just trying to get everybody some more exposure just all they're all the homies they're all chill people you know and they i think everybody in there right now deserves it mm-hmm. do you call it white hat because you're wearing a white hat right now yep i that's <laughs> i was trying to go with something very simple you know when i first came out with it i was just thinking you know stuff that can just click easy and that i truly genuinely like i said white hat you know i wear white hats you know we're gonna make this we're gonna make this happen i like it. white hat audio i i work in it so the first thing i think of is like linux and like programming and stuff too so i'm like oh white hat and i'm like oh white hat okay gotcha <laughs> nerd brain going on here um do you want to tell tell us a little bit about your album that's releasing in may uh yeah i'm is it top secret it's uh <laughs> i'll say it's in the works i've got about four or five i'm sitting on i'm just uh i'm really trying to get this one to be the best stuff that I've put out yet. I'm not trying to rush it. I've just, I've set a date pretty far ahead so that I know I can achieve the goal. Cause a lot of uh, producers I feel nowadays, they'll try to rush themselves and not get the true genuine work that they really are looking for. If you just spend the time on it, you're going to get what you're looking for. And that's what I'm trying to do with this one. Um, I'm hoping on a 12 song album, 
if, if not, we might just end up dropping it as two EPs. One that's definitely going to be some heavier dubstep and problem. I think, I'm still thinking definitely an album, but if not, it'd be one dubstep EP and one future bass EP. Do you have a name for the album that you want to uh, Not completely yet. I was thinking Reminders. Mm-hmm. Reminders, just because people get lost with, you know, all the work they hear, you know, they'll be like, I think this song is good, you know, I think it's good. But they'll f- totally forget, you know, six months later, oh, I really liked this artist six months ago. He just hasn't put anything out. Well, I'm trying in five months from now, I just want it to be a reminder. There's still people out there genuinely grinding on their music. And it's going to be a reminder for everybody that has doubted. Mm-hmm. So whenever you first started, um, I'm sure it was easy to get discouraged and stuff too. Do you have a piece of advice that you kept giving yourself or that someone told you that you would also like to share with other people? At the beginning, it is very discouraging, but I think if you really are into the music field and this is what you want to do, do not tell yourself that you're not going to be able to make it happen. You will be able to make it happen. Just keep grinding. That's what all the bigger dudes up there, you know, that are running the game right now, they all grinded. They weren't, they didn't get any shortcuts. You know, they all worked on their music and that's why they're all really respected and high paid guys too. I'm just starting out. I'm still at a intermediate phase, I feel like, but I don't doubt myself. I think that anybody that has the confidence and the will to do it, they're going to be able to make it happen. Mm -hmm. They're going to be able to make the bank. Yeah, they're going to be able to make the bank. I love it. Fantastic. Um, Well, who inspired you to get into music in the first place? Oh, with, um, with music, I've been, you know, I was in, uh, I was taking music, you know, all throughout like my grade school, elementary through high school. I was in choir all through middle school, high school, but, um, around soft, my sophomore year, you know, I think 2012, I, I heard Adventure Club and Yellow Claw and I was just like, wow, this is like insane. I got the exact feel that I had explained earlier from the Dolphin on Wheels. I was just like, this is something I've never heard before and I really enjoy it. Two years later, I had always had interests and, you know, thinking about starting, but then, you know, once I graduated and I was like, I need to think of something I really need to, you know, pursue that I truly enjoy. It was, it was an easy, you know, choice just going towards the music field. Mm-hmm. Now, did you, <clears throat> so you were in choir, but do you, do you play any other instruments or anything? I played a smidge of guitar, you know, <laughs> a long time ago. I'm, I'm decent on the drums. Uh, I took a year long piano course, my freshman year at TCC. Wow. Yeah, that was that definitely taught me a lot about music theory, which I had never really been too great at. You don't really get to know as much when you just have your voice as an instrument, but being able to like transfer what you learn directly from a piano just to the music theory in your head, it really helps out just because you're going to be able to understand about staying in key and actually being able to understand why a song will sound better than ones that use like a really high note and then a really low note next to each other. They just mm-hmm. aren't in the same scale. They're, you know, you just, uh, they, 
I just haven't I haven't been able to do another instrument. Uh, I did play the recorder too. I was released <laughs> on that thing a I while don't back. Feel so alone. Yeah, Ode to Joy was the one for me. <laughs> there you go. That's super awesome. So you're you're multi talented. Eh. <laughs> yeah. No. No. So what was the hardest thing that you've had to face so far and how did you conquer it? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> no, um, probably just being discouraged, you know? You you feel like you spend so much time putting in the effort and really trying to learn what you want to learn, and you just don't feel like you understand it enough. It's, it's a big challenge because you'll hear something, and you'll know how you want it to sound, but you just can't get it exactly like that. Over time, you're going to be able to, you know, figure it out more. I have taken a few uh, production courses, so it has helped me out. But towards the beginning, I just could not grasp the overall sense of production. But over time, it's definitely it clicked. Mm-hmm. It's clicked mm-hmm. since then, for sure. So keep fiddling with it, and then yeah. you'll get it. What, uh, what software, like what kind of equipment do you use? Um, rocking a Pioneer DDJ SX2. It's a four-channel uh, DJ controller. It's got two uh, two turntables and a full four four-channel mixer. I'm running Logic Pro X as my production software. I use Machine 2.0 as my arrangements for most of my drum kits and maybe even some melodies. Uh, I do Reason for some drum kits as well, Uh, but uh, Logic Pro is definitely my go-to. I've wanted to check out Ableton. I've tried out the demos, but I just couldn't couldn't translate over, which I I hear from a lot of producers is tough to translate from your home DAW, but Logic Pro is definitely the the one for me, (laughs) and Serato DJ, of course, for my DJing software. Gosh, there's so much that goes into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, what was your first show that you ever played? Oh, first show, it was um, Dallas at the Curtain Club. It was uh, probably a year after I had been producing DJing, and it did not turn out the greatest. <laughs> no. But, I, I mean, it's the first show. It's a starting place. I had maybe 20 people in the crowd. And it's like when it's your best friends that are showing up for you to support you, that's all you can ask for at the beginning. Later on, you can just, you really just ask yourself, what am I doing wrong? But first show, it's always good feeling to get it out of the way. Yes. Good learning. You get a lot of people like coming and giving you feedback too. Yeah, definitely. I think that's where I actually met uh, help. Oh, yeah, we were helpful. Yeah, they were. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they were. they gave me some pointers afterwards. You know, they said, try not to rush too hard into the transitions. And I've really tried to, you know, do that since then. Um, there weren't too many DJs because it was more of like a, you sell your own tickets. So it was mainly like there were rappers for the majority of the night. But I mean, it seems like out of the whole crowd, they really got into, you know, help and myself. They weren't like, there was, you know probably 60 people that came through the whole night but there were only 20 people during mine and the help set Mm -hmm. and they seemed like they were really enjoying it they actually got out of their chairs and came up towards the front which was 
cool just for your first show, you know? Get the crowd actually engaged and moving. Mm-hmm. That's super neat. Yeah. What a, what a neat response for your first show. It was it was something. <laughs> so you mentioned like old school Yellow Claw. What other performers have influenced you in the way that you've kind of changed your music over the years? Um, definitely Getter. Getter's like one of the bigger models that I'm going for. He makes crazy bass music. Uh, San Holo mm-hmm. is a big inspiration for me. He's what made me want to make future bass. I was going to actually say your style kind of reminded me of San Holo. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> kind of what I've gone for with uh, Daydreaming I released a while back. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the vibe I was going for. Ah, uh, shoot. Who else? I mean, everybody wants to say, you know, Excision influences me, but, like, he's the GOAT, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Of course, he's going to inspire me. They, they, so many of the top producers are just run killing the game right now. Uh, Midnight Tea with uh, the Planet Purge one and two. Uh, Megalodon's killing it. Everybody from Never Say Die is just absolute. You know, like they just get the job done. That stuff is crazy. <laughs> Got a big ups to Zomboy for running that thing. Definitely, Zomboy is one of the biggest. Biggest ones. He's one of the first ones I heard too when I got into like the whole EDM field. Dope step, you know. That's fantastic. Have you been to many shows? Yeah, I've I've been pre- uh, promoting for next level events for a few years, so I'll actually be able to sell tickets and you know be able to get one back for free. So it's pretty cool. I uh, got you know something wonderful, which stinks about this year and not gonna be returning you know foam wonderland was my first show foam wonderland 2014 uh haven't made it to a lights all night i was down in tampa sunset music festival in 2016 uh shoot what else (laughs) ume last year that was crazy it was a that was a definitely a learning trip more than just the festival itself. But, I mean, all the festivals are super cool that are going on right now. Everybody says Plur is dead, but, like, it's still alive. You just got to know where to find it. You see the real crowd. You know who the real crowd is there, and you know who's just going to have a good one night. Plur is dead. I hadn't. I didn't know that. It shouldn't be. It no, shouldn't, shouldn't be. be. We gotta yeah. keep it alive. It's like Santa Claus. Yeah. We gotta um, keep believing. Yeah. Yep. You know. That's, and then you gotta keep it keep it alive. Keep keep practicing plur. <clears throat> right. And nice. it'll keep keep uh its spirit. That's how I started out with uh some candy, you know, my first yes. rave mm-hmm. traded candy and that's such a cool feeling. Someone you'd never would meet or you know have never met and it's all just like it's self-explanatory peace love unity respect did the whole combo with the hands it's it's an awesome feeling what did you get what did you end up getting oh i think it said kush (laughs) oh yeah so i was like yeah i'll take this one she's like i don't want to give you this one and i was like i do not care this one's good with me (laughs) that's so funny um, so have you ever done a residency before? No, I have not. As as in residency, you mean just the same venue for a few, uh-huh. yet for over a long period of time? Yeah. I've, I have not. I've uh, not a residency yet. I really would like to. There's venues I would definitely do the chance for, but not a residency at the moment. Okay. Have you ever thought about like where you might want to do it? 
There's a few places. Uh, the Ritz Ebor in Tampa, that place is awesome. Uh, Lizard Lounge, I actually opened for Midnight Tea there, and I was like, this is awesome feeling. You know, I'd love to do this on a weekly basis. Like, that's a pretty big goal of mine, just to be able to even get a residency, you know? But, shoot, man, what are some other ones? That seems to be, like, Space a pretty yacht. big milestone for, for artists. Like, okay... Now I've reached this certain level where I've got this residency and I play as a regular at this place, which means that people can come see you at the same place and get familiar with your music before you get asked to like really, you know, do some other bigger, bigger yeah. shows. So it's kind of like a neat, a neat stepping stone, I guess. And I can see that. Where do you see yourself in the future? Maybe Def five years from now. Five years from now, producing music, you know, just taking my time, not trying to rush anything. I'm hoping... Five years from now, I can at least say I've performed, you know, at least 10 festivals. Mm -hmm. I want to at least be able to get that done. I want to be able to say I've headlined my own show. I want to have White Hat Audio up and running nationwide. Because mm -hmm. I'm not strictly just an artist. I'm trying to make the whole community better as well, just for everybody that's into EDM, that wants to be a producer, that just wants to be a fan, just mm -hmm. wants to be a DJ. Everybody deserves to get a deserves a chance to come up. So that's what I'm hoping I can bring in the next few years. And I definitely want to get a bunch more shows under my belt. Awesome. Mm -hmm. You sound like you're like highly motivated to get that done. Yeah. Which honestly definitely. seems like half half the the battle is just like mm -hmm. suiting up and showing up and doing shows night after night after night after night, right? Mm -hmm. So just getting in the studio on a daily basis. That's another thing I want to keep going. That's what I've been doing in 2018, just everybody that sees me, if they see me, they're like, where have you been? And I'm just like, I work and I work on music <laughs> and you'll catch me at home working on music. <laughs> That's life. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's life. The Very circle cool. of life. Yeah. <laughs> work, work. I have a request for um, merch. Real quick. Yeah. So I just want you to get like a white hat, but the only thing that's on it just says audio. So it's white hat audio? Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I, I keep picturing that in my head. I'm like, I want that. <laughs> I do have um, a white dad hat that does say white hat audio. Uh-huh. So I, I, Close. I see, yeah, I see where you're going with that. Because it says itself all in the hat. Yeah. I mean, it's a white hat and it says audio on it. I see yeah. what you did there. Maybe you can get a white hat with speakers on it. That you would know? work too. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I was just thinking of a pun for that, and I got excited. I was like, yeah, I really want to tell them. The okay. tough part would be the shirts, you know, shirts, hoodies, and be well, like, Well, you could just do hat? the tiny little logo. Just like have a, a little, hat. yeah, white yeah. hat. That's yeah. what I've thought. Or, so mm -hmm. cute. I or even white it. hat with speakers. Yeah. With, like, headphones. You mean That's it would be hardcore. Thing. Not cute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's tough. Mm, manly. My coworkers <laughs> won't let me say that things are cute. They're like, no, mm, grunt, it can't be cute. No. And I'm like, all right, it's cool. I'm like, it's like a flower, and I can't call it cute. I'm like, don't you think it's cute? They're like, yeah, that's tough. I'm like... Okay, that's what I get for working with a bunch of guys, I guess. So manly. <laughs> so, where are you currently located, and what's the EDM community like over there? Oh, I'm I stay in Grapevine, mm -hmm. and you got friends that way. In Grapevine, I feel like it is. <laughs> this is actually a quote from a movie, uh, the EDC movie. It was. It's all Lil Wayne and country music, not really, but it does feel like 
the EDM community is kind of secluded over there. I have friends that like it, but I feel like all the people that live in Grapevine that do like EDM, I am friends with, you know? So it's like, you kind of get lost because there's not too many people around you that are willing to like listen to your stuff and give you like feedback or anything. But it's like, I'm not just trying to work strictly out of Grapevine for long, you know. I'm honestly planning to make the move to Denton myself in a few months. Um, hoping to get some more, you know, get some more, like, stuff going with some collabs going out here. Hopefully, I I want to see the grape, Grapevine area change. Do I, I just don't know if it's going to happen in the next few years or anything. Yeah. Do you know our dear friend Cloppy? I have... He's a grapevine guy. Oh. I think... Was was he at the... He was playing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I def... I met him. Yeah, he played yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. our show, too. He was supposed to play first poor thing and then didn't have, like, the right cables. And he had just bought that so he could play that night, too. And then he didn't have the cables. And he's like, oh, I'm going to drive all the way home and then I'm going to drive all the way back and I'll be here. And poor thing, he did it. I'm, like, really super proud of him, too. But we had a... Yeah. He's one of the happiest people we've ever had on the show. Like, Absolutely. I'm pretty sure he just perpetually has a smile on his face, and he just loves to make music. Yeah, and so, I love running into him. I run into him a lot, too, and I'm like, Cloppy! That's awesome. And then I saw him at, um, it wasn't Zomboy. It was another show at Stereo Live. Snails. No, it no. wasn't Snails. Oh, I can't remember what it was. But all I see is, like, I'm on, like, the second... Like, the balcony. And then I look down, and I see this big blonde, like, wave going back and forth, <laughs> back and forth. I was like, oh, shit, that's Cloppy. <laughs> and so I recorded a video of it because I was, like, Snapchatting at the time. And then I just zoomed in on him and sent it to him. You just see his <laughs> blonde thing. hair, like, <laughs> whipping his hair back and forth. I'm like, oh, my gosh. From what we know about Grapevine, you know, musicians. Mm-hmm. Post Malone, is that where he's from? Yeah. I think he yeah. is, too. Yeah, we, we've met a few of you guys, and wildly talented, incredibly ambitious. I think it's awesome. Yeah. So, you, you're in good company with yeah, other yeah. fine people. And then if you move to Denton, I mean, we, we have some pretty cool people, too. Yeah, I mean, Denton's <laughs> got some pretty um, awesome people. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're not, you know... We're trying to collect them, horns. so... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I find... I found Cloppy here in Denton at, uh, on Fry Street. What? Wandering around. And I was like, what are you doing? But I also had a couple beverages, so... Yeah. I was probably yelling at him. (laughs) Fry Street is the new um, LA. Like, you just run into really cool people walking around down there. And you're like, oh my gosh, that guy, he's like famous. He's like Denton famous. And that guy's like super Denton famous. And, you know, so... um, I just really like the everyone that we've talked to and everyone I've met in the ADM community. Everyone's just so beyond friendly yeah you know and i think that's like my first show was life all night and like i listened to like edm but like i never really got super into it until i went to lights all night and then there was just so many people without like hi i want to know you like i want to know your life and like this one girl was like i'm not leaving here until you add me on instagram i was like oh okay <laughs> that's fine she Gee, was, i guess she I was really that. sweet <laughs> but yeah like we were talking for a long time and you know and i saw res and was his- hypnotized and that's where the whole rabbit hole came, and then... You mean resmatize? Resmatize. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that's funny. But, no, it's just, it's super fun, and I like it. And I want to do you and me, so 
this year she's got or whipped cream is playing yeah yeah whipped so, cream i've definitely heard a lot of good stuff yes, of. Me too. i didn't make it to lights all night uh 2017 i heard out of all the people performing she killed it and mm-hmm. she's like one of the up-and-comers so shout out to her yeah, yeah i've heard good things about her as well she's going um, on tour borgor mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and for the Bygor tour. It's Bygor. really cute because he made, like, this, like, little, like, uh, family-looking video of, like, them all, like, hanging out in a house. And it's, like, super cheesy. They're all smiling, like, oh, darn it, smile. And, like, <laughs> oh, it's, like, you. Borgor and Getter <laughs> and, uh, like, Whipped Cream and a lot of people. Like, all the people who are going to be, like, on the tour and mm-hmm. stuff, too. It's really cute. You should just just go find it. I'll show you after the show, but it's super cute. But that's super awesome. I am about all out of questions. If you have a couple more, or if you um, have a couple, I think actually I have one question. Yeah. Have you seen The Wolf of Wall Street? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> have you thought about like coming up with your own memorable persona for like stage performances and stuff? People uh, wear like buckets on their heads. Yeah. Um, I've thought of it. I think it's a cool thing because, you know, you be able, you're able to just escape from the fans. If once you take the helmet off, that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. Um, Can Hannah Montana it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have not personally. I think that could be something that could happen, end up happening in the future. Maybe as, you know, just the whole White Hat audio crew arises. I think just to be able to get your face mm-hmm. away from the whole... Just being able to be yourself and just be the person you are without having people always, you know, coming to you, asking for this, asking for this. Well, artists are, you know, humans, too. They don't Mm -hmm. need to just always hear about, can you do this for me? Can you do this for me? But, like, I think it's definitely a cool thing that they do. Marshmallow, Mm -hmm. Dead Mouse, you know, Funk Case. They're all some pretty marketing skills and just... They got a good, like, uh, just, like, a whole good persona, you know? I like that they do that, but I just don't know if it's for me right now. Yeah. Well, I think it's something you should, like, consider. And if you've seen The Wolf of Wall Street, he's not really known for white hats, but he's known for, like, white-collar crime. Mm. And cocaine. And Mm -hmm. cocaine. Mm -hmm. Mountains of cocaine. White powder. (laughs) Right. White powder. (laughs) So I'm thinking you need a persona that not only incorporates, like, the bits of you that everybody already knows, but let's take it up a notch. Okay? Let's make you edgier. I think you need to make the bank robber. Oh, <laughs> like Wall Street style. Uh, like you, you've just come off of Wall Street, but you have like this, like you're hidden behind this like Zorro kind of mask. That's dope. Um, That's dope. But you've got like your pop white collar. Gym. Yeah, his name is Robbie. He's got a gold chain, um, and I think that this is this is what your stage should look like. Like you've just you know you've taken Wall Street for all the money it's got. Money cannons, and, and you're making the bank, but you're also a robber make the bank robber make the bank think about it if somebody were to like come to one of those shows and be like oh yeah that bank robber dude that was cool as fuck (laughs) cool as heck cool as heck so yeah um also that guy has a dolphin like i just want to i want to be the person that's like backstage with like a cardboard cut out of a dolphin going (laughs) 
<laughs> like making chain. it dive behind your back. So um, I think I think this is maybe a persona you should consider. The dolphin has a gold chain with a dollar sign. Yeah, that's his clean. name is Robbie. Yes, it's good. Also, throwback to Margot Robbie from The Wolf of Wall Street. Mm, there you go. Oh, oh full circle. Um, yeah. So Ooh, I think. Be... Oh, also, you've got like a Mad Men. Uh, like, you know, scotch and water, scotch and ice kind of thing going on here. Even though you can't quite drink yet, but you will. (laughs) (laughs) Because you'll have dollar dollar bills coming out of your pockets and hanging out on your, like, table and stuff. So, can we making some, making some money, making some bank while you're making some tunes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There can be balloons that come down Mm -hmm. that look like money bags and then they'll, like, pop and then money will kind of... Fake money confetti. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Because all the money. Chocolate coins. Chocolate coins. I love chocolate coins. (gasps) Chocolate coin cannon. Ooh. Ouch and ooh. Ouch. (laughs) Hit me in the face really hard with some chocolate. Mm -hmm. Anyways. You just catch it with your mouth open. Yeah, I think that's that this is this is what we need to go for Mm -hmm. for you. I like the I like the robber mask, honestly. That's not a bad idea. Anonymity. (laughs) Simple but edgy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Yes. Yeah. You, you got can, a robot? Then all you need really is like a sword that you can cut into <laughs> money bags and cut like a dollar sign into the money bags. <laughs> Very Zorro, but also Wolf of Wall Street, but also Make the Bank, but also just Robbie flipping the cool. Dolphin, yeah. yeah, Robbie the Dolphin. Does the, the uh, booth light up? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely yeah. it would. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like flashing like green yeah. and yellow and... You know, there would be, like, other. one button that you could push, and it'd be like, cha-ching, Ooh. cha-ching, cha-ching. Yes. Have you heard my new song, Cha-ching? <gasps> what? No, yeah. I haven't heard it yet. Are you serious? Yeah, absolutely. It's actually, um... I think, I I just, think you and I, I are on the same brain wavelength right now. It's, uh... It's been a go- uh, cool feeling, because that song... Is one of the ones I've worked the hardest on, and it got the most amount of support that I have out of all of my songs. So I just wanted to say thanks to the fans, thanks for everybody to for supporting it, and it's really cool that like I just being able to you know finally feel like you're making progress and know that it's actually happening is a good feeling. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Now I'm gonna have to go listen to it. Yeah, we'll definitely yes. take it. We'll peep at it. After the show, too. I'm trying to use the word peep correctly because I feel really cheesy when I do. <laughs> but um, I actually do have one more question for you. Do you like to play games? Yeah. Games, yeah. games, 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 games. <gasps> Last game of season two. Last Ooh. game. No, I want to try to get, like, a little background music. I thought about asking Reckless to make my, like, little cheesy, like, game show sounds to play in the background while we actually play games. Yeah. Come on down. Yeah. (laughs) This is the price is right. Except for it's not. Don't sue me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So my game, I wonder if you guys can guess the name of it. Any any ideas? It's called Make the Bank. Ah! Or Making the Bank. So basically, you, I'm going to give you an artist's name and you kind of got to guess the net worth of them, and then whoever's the closest um, gets a point. Okay, let me get my calculator and my abacus and <laughs> uh, my other tabulation tools. Tabulation tools? Yeah. Okay, so the first one is Dead Mouse. Mr. Dead Mouse, I'm sorry. 
Yeah. We Sir call Dead him Mouse Mr. Dead Mouse. on the show. Yeah. Mr. Dead Mouse. Dana, would you like to give it a stab? <sighs> I'm going to say... If, if, does it include his extermination business? Mm, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say $300 million. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Dana's going with $300 million. Million dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sarah, do you have a, a guesstimate? I don't think it's quite that much. Maybe $50 million. $50 million is yes. your option. Okay. All righty. Now is this is this get as close as you can without going over? Um I think probably just the closest in the same bubble. Okay, that makes it fair. Because I feel like a lot of people are gonna go over. With mm-hmm. uh, his new master class in in consideration, I'd I'd have to say at, at least uh, I'll go eighty five mil. 85 mil. Okay, actually, his net worth is $12 million. Okay, oh, my goodness. And he is the 18th richest person in the world. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> so that is that point. I don't to believe that at all. Sarah. <laughs> I mean, he rushed out of his wedding to go buy the last uh, Szechuan sauce for, yes. like, $15,000. I bet his bride was thrilled. <sighs> probably. I would have been to be like, really? No, I actually probably would have been really about it because I really want to know what it tastes like. Mm-hmm. Even though it's, like, what, barbecue sauce and ketchup or something like that? Teriyaki, Teriyaki. or something like yeah. that. Teriyaki I still, I mean, I'd be like, if it was Matt, I'd be like, yeah, go. <laughs> like, hurry up. <laughs> just make it time. Back Bring some back walk. for the bride. Yeah, right? we'll just yeah. share it for everyone in the wedding. Don't no, that's the funny. Only cold. $12 yeah. million. Dollars. Mm-hmm. He actually did, fun fact, last fun fact, is he, that Szechuan sauce, he didn't open it until um, one of the shows he played about a year ago. I think it might have been like a one-year Dead Mouse, Mousetrap anniversary show, and he shared it with everyone there. So everyone could go up there and get like a little thing, like a little side of it. That's cool. And everyone's tried it. And he tried it with the fans the very first time he ever had it. That's so cool. It's really cute. Sorry. Random tidbits. Um, My next one would be Armin Van Buren. Based on the last one, we weren't too close, so we're going to have to switch it up. (laughs) Okay. I mean, he's kind of like a grandfather. Yeah, he's kind of a big deal. uh (laughs) Uh, Also, uh, Van Buren was one of the early treasurers of the United States. Uh, Must be one of his progeny. Uh, I'm going to say $4 million. Zana's going in with the $4 million. I was going to say $3 million, so I'll stick with that. Sarah's going in with the three mil. I'll go with eight. eight You're going with eight, and the answer is forty million. Holy 40? smokes! <laughs> wow. Wait, so who got the first one? Huh? Who got the very first one? Sarah. Sarah, and you have a point now. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's ooh. So yeah. Face oh, off. I'm sorry. The number system was two, four, six. Oh. So. Uh, two points, four points, six two points. Two points, four points. Yeah. Okay. My bad. I should have clarified oh, that that's first. Fine. Um, that way somebody can still swoop it in from underneath at the, the very last one. Um, this one's going to be a fun one. Uh, Daft Punk. Oh. oh. I'm going to say he spent it all. <laughs> He's worth like one million dollars. One million. All right. He's been around for a while. Um... I'm going to say 12. 12 million. 12 million. Yes. Plus, he can't even afford a new robot voice. Like, he just uses the same one in every song. 
<laughs> well, he just did the weekend album. <sighs> when I say just did, that was probably like a couple years. But I mean, it was still moderately recent. Yeah. I'm sticking with one million. Sticking with one. <laughs> I'll go. You said. I think I said twelve. I've yeah, already forgotten. <laughs> I'll I'll go nineteen. Nineteen. All right, y'all sit down for this one. Okay. Good thing you already are. <laughs> one hundred twenty million is their what? net worth. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Together is their net worth. Yeah. One more um, time, please. One hundred twenty million. <laughs> I think wow. individually it's a half ass of like sixty mm-hmm. million yeah. per person, but still that's more than. Mr. Dead Mouse and Armin Van Buren. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that was really surprising to me. But I mean, who doesn't know who Death Punk is? So, yes. yeah. you know, not a lot of people. I mean, you can't go down to like UNT and be like, you know, Dead Mouse is. Not a lot of people would actually get that. So, um, no, because they would say Dead Mouth 5. Which I've encountered on too many occasions, and I'm like, oh, come on, even I know better than that. So, I love it. All right, so incoming with the scores here, we have Dana with zero. Sorry. Um, Sarah is rolling in with two points. And our winner today, Mr. Make the Bank, is going to make the bank with the 10 points. Woohoo! Hey. 10 whole points, which you can transfer into coupons, which you can turn <laughs> into tickets and then be traded in for zero dollars. No. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to lead up somewhere. Yeah, I, know. I, just like, I was going to I was going to take it full circle to like, you know, certificates mm. and then, you know, mm. back to like bullion Back to like um, I don't know vouchers or something. Like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think I think just zero dollars will yeah. get to the get to the center of things there. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> do you do you hear do you hear that do you hear that sound? Oh, it sounds like thunder. It sounds like rain. Oh my goodness! I wasn't expecting a storm. It seems like we should tune into the festival forecast. Ooh, let's go to the <laughs> chopper. <laughs> It's the Festival Forecast, presented by FestiCast. Welcome to Festival Forecast. My name is Doey. I'm a com- combination of Dana and Noe into one sentient being that is also a male. I'm a product of fan fiction, and I'm going to tell you the future, and the future is festivals. I am also made of bread. Okay. Aren't we all? On May 12th in Dallas, you can see Durero at Stereo Live <laughs> Dallas. She just told you how to pronounce it. Dur- Duro. Duro. I, he beat her so bad she ended up in a hospital on Duro Street at Stereo Live Dallas. What the? That's a room reference. <laughs> okay. You plebeian. May 25th in Dallas, there is Slush E at Stereo Live Dallas. That's got two eyes, and those two eyes represent you and me having a good time and also the duality of life. Then on June 1st, in Dallas, you can see Dada Life at Stereo Live, which is in Dallas. You and can Dada find Life your at Stereo Life Dallas. And you can find, find your, your festy crew, crew there. there. Your trusty, crusty, festy crew Doughy, will be there. Doughy with probably stickers. won't be because he will fade out of existence. Well, like the Wonder Twins, we'll separate back into two separate sentient beings. 
Uh, this has been your festival forecast. Wait, the Wonder Twins didn't combine. You never said who you were, so they didn't even fucking know. <laughs> I'm Chris. <laughs> I'm Doey. Okay. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you next week. Wow. There's a lot to look forward to. I'm, I'm excited really about excited. all these shows. Yes, exactly. And we'll keep you all updated of where you can come find your Festa crew at all the Festa shows. All the Festa shows. And where do we find you? Instagram, Twitter, make the bank, make the bank official. And uh, just for some clarification, in the, it's an A instead of an E. Just, it's an explanation. Yeah. You know, make you the do, bank. Make the bank. You're not the bank. You mm-hmm. know, you make the bank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got some style. Also, don't forget to give White Hat Audio a follow for all of their amazing, wonderful promotional needs and all the magical merch that's going to come out someday soon. Hey, another person that's supporting other artists. We like that. We do. We're a fan. Yeah, we're big fans. <laughs> big fans. And we had the marvelous Sarah on the show today. Thank you so much for being on our season finale. We love no you so problem. much. <laughs> I love y'all too. <laughs> do, you want, do you want some stalkers? You can tell them where to come at you. Um, I'm actually on Instagram and Twitter. It's Plur Gaines Girl, and it's difficult to spell, of course. <laughs> so, Gaines, as in like Mad Gym Gaines? Yes, because I also powerlift. So um, it's G A I N Z, and then Girl is G U R L. Plur Gaines Girl. Yes. That's awesome. You're going to teach me how to lift because that's what I'm supposed to be doing. I lift big books. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. I think the biggest thing I lift is my dog, and she's 30 pounds. Oh, but she's all beautiful and cute, and she must be lifted like a princess. I know. Yes. We're going to have to have our dogs be uh, the new um, models mm-hmm. for everything. We festive cast, cast dog shirts. Mm-hmm. All the merch mm-hmm. that we get, they're going to model it for us. And one baby onesie mm. for Baby Reckless. Baby yes. Reckless! We're so glad to have you. I uh, want its first word to be me, 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 me. Which is not a word at all. No. But let's, let's just admit, like, how cool would it be if you're like, oh, hi, little baby, and it's like, me, 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 me. Or maybe its first word will be reckless, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, like, that's how it cries. Me, 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 me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry, Ryan. We miss you. <laughs> We're going to be very good influences on your child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh, Dana. That makes it seem like we're going to be bad influences. Give it all the candy and then send it home. Exactly. We're like the cool grandparents, right? Yeah. That's Except I do with your dog. Not grandparents. Yeah, that's why she's farty. <laughs> not, not my problem. <laughs> Until I snuggle her at night and I'm like, oops. <laughs> Aunt Dana gave you the rich snacks. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my well, that is a wrap for season two. I'm sad to see it go, but it's been an amazing time. And what do you know? It's so good. We might have to make a deal and make a season three. Deal. Deal. All right. See you then. All right. Later. Yeah.